I've always believed the foundation of our fulfillment in life doesn't come from our success, but rather the strength of our relationships, not only with others, but also with ourselves. And how we develop a deeper connection is through self-reflection and purposeful conversations with those around us, especially like-minded individuals. And that is exactly why I created the What Fulfills You card game, to cultivate both more meaningful relationships with others, as well as ourselves on the journey of personal growth. I certainly use these questions as a guide for journal prompts and weekly check-ins with myself. And of course, when I am playing this game with friends on a Friday night in, you bet I am enjoying it with a glass of wine or two, who knows. Shop the card game now at whatfulfillsyou.com and enjoy an exclusive 10% off for listeners only with the code whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout. That's whatfulfillsyou10 at checkout at whatfulfillsyou.com. Enjoy! I'm Emily Elizabeth, and I'm the host of the What Fulfills You podcast, a show for and about individuals always seeking to be their best selves. On this show, we talk all about building the mindset, finding the right careers, creating meaningful relationships, and so much more. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. Hello, everyone. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the What Fulfills You podcast. My name is Emily Elizabeth, and I am your host. On today's episode, I am bringing you a very fiery, motivational type of episode and just all in all, really good, powerful energy because I have my girl Carly Stein on today's episode. And Carly and I actually go way back to college from our sorority days we were both in delta gamma carly was two years older than me and this was when i was at uc irvine so for those of you who don't know i went to uc irvine for two years and then my junior year i transferred to chapman and i finished my final two years at chapman but both schools were in orange county california so i didn't really have to physically move uh, far when i transferred or anything like that But the big reason I wanted to have Carly on is because not only is she just a really dope person, but she has really good energy across the board. That's something I've always noticed over the years is that Carly is extremely consistent with the way she shows up and she always brings bold, hype-me-up energy. And most importantly, I think her and I really align on that competitive athlete mindset, but being able to apply it effectively in everyday life and you know her and I were actually both competitive USTA tennis players so I think that's why we really connected back in DG because um, our sorority was known to be that athletic sorority that always won the sports trophy which was just really important to us so that was including all the sports so tennis and flag football and that was quite the time back then for us as well so I definitely just wanted her to come on and share her mindset But then also what was cool was that I noticed over uh, the past two years, um, especially during COVID, I saw that she had come out with her own baked goods company called Crave to Create. And even though right now they're more in the rebuilding process, when I was looking into it, I really loved the innovation behind it, but also really just the I would do whatever it takes to get this done kind of mindset around that. And 
I think that's a question I get a lot in my Instagram DMs from listeners is just the question of how do I get started or where do I start or how do I know, you know, what to do? And I think Carly is a great example of someone that really just went, okay, I'm going to figure it out. I'm going to do the damn thing and I'm going to adapt and pivot as I go. And in my opinion, that's just truly how you have to do it in all aspects of life, whether you are starting a business or whether you are starting a new job in a new industry or you are just doing something that's out of your comfort zone. So I was really happy that Carly got to touch on that within this episode, but just a little bit more on Carly's background. Only the best make a mess, and Carly Stein is no exception. Originally from Memphis, Tennessee, Carly brought her Southern hospitality to Southern California. With an innate competitive spirit and love for baking, Carly took her body's sensitivities and co-founded Crave to create a new way of being in and out of the kitchen. No gluten, no dairy, no soy, no corn, no oats, no problem. Going off script is on brand, and there's nothing Carly loves more than keeping it real, T-Pain's Pandora Station, and showing people the power of the belief that impossible is nothing and creating is everything beginning with premium baked goods and going beyond a bakery. Like I said, you will be hearing a lot of great and strong energy on this conversation, and I sure hope you guys are taking notes because there are definitely some powerful mindset nuggets that you will want to take away from this conversation. So with that being said, let's dive into it. Carly fucking Stein. And by the way, yeah, you can swear. I obviously it's very natural. <laughs> um, but oh my gosh, I'm so glad we can connect. It's been five years since college, post DG college life. Uh, let's start with your background. Share with the audience a little bit about your story feel free to start from like your Tennessee days and because I feel like there's always some events in our childhood that really correlate into why we do what we do today so feel free to share all of it all right we're gonna get right into it so uh born and raised Memphis Tennessee oldest of seven so that's a dynamic in and of itself so I have a twin brother that's a minute younger sister that's 14 months younger and then I have four half siblings that are 13 14 and then twin sisters that are 15 years younger so we got a lot going on um grew up as an athlete um very social very involved with school student government president captain of tennis captain of soccer um grew up very healthy wellness forward and always wanted to go to California. California was like the end game for me. I was like, what's the state the farthest away from my parents mm-hmm. and just everyone to where I can do what I want to do. I don't have to listen to anyone. Uh, and it was California. So I was like, great college. That's what we're doing. I also noticed at a young age, well, my mom told me later when I was seven, I got diagnosed technically with oppositional defiance, which basically means I don't list, like, I don't take no for an answer. So if someone tells me no, I like intentionally do the opposite. And I had noticed that in myself too, like with getting competitive in sports where I was like, I like you're, you say this, I'm going to prove you wrong. And I was fueled by this. I'm going to prove you wrong, which benefited me with, um, you know, being the underdog when it came to studying for school, then I ended up getting like all A's and B's, um, in sports. Like I said, like, oh, you're down like, like, oh, two, like you're going to come back and actually win the set like six, two. So anyways, going into college, um, you know, you're trying to figure it out. And we, we went to UC Irvine 
I didn't know what the quarter system was. Both of my best friends were and are, they were dance majors, so they didn't have to study uh, in, in the library the way that we did. And so my grades started to all of these things. And um, all of a sudden, this will, this will all tie back. My dad was like, look, you're responsible for paying for the sorority. Like you didn't make grades, figure it out. So it was like second half of my freshman year, my health, uh, how you were saying that, you know, in your childhood, like things happen to you to lead you to where you are. And for me, it was more like, okay, survival mode to get to California and action, honestly. Um, so my body started kind of directing me to where I am today and basically, um, kind of started shutting down, uh, September, 2014. I like totally changed the way that I operated and the way that I lived, um, went like super strict paleo diet, like all of just all, all of these lifestyle changes and kind of got everything calm. And then like graduated college, went into hospitality, catering and events. And, uh, I'd always been split with, um, half being like creative party planning people person and half mental health, wellness, nutrition, and didn't really know like where to go. So I was like, cool, hospitality, hospitality. I would recommend to anyone if like you're at the end of college and you're like, I don't know what to do. Those are skills. People skills is what is going to set you apart. People don't hire you because of the things that you've accomplished. People hire you for your personality. You can teach anyone anything. You cannot teach personality, grit, attitude, energy. That's the shit that is fucking priceless and is going to make you like you. And, and that's, so I could, well, talk, I could go on a rant for that forever. So anyways, so in catering hospitality, and I'm like, it's not doing it for me. Like there's more, like it's not doing it for me. So, uh, you know, I feel like also sometimes people wait for the right moment. And I think there is definitely a balance of like impulse of like, go for it. And also like, oh, you could have maybe planned a little bit more, but at the end of the day, you're always going to land on your feet. Like you might have some bruised knees, but you're going to land on your feet. And so anyways, the cards aligned for me to leave the, the stable hospitality full-time. Uh, they were offering me like double the pay, double the position when I was trying to leave. And I was like, I got to follow my passion. I'm 23 at the time. I'm like, I got to do this. So I'm like, let's pivot and go into health and wellness. So I started working for Lululemon and for a holistic nutritionist. And I was like, I'm gonna figure it out. Uh, you know, you always do like seven things at once in college. Like this is real world. Like I can do it. It's not as fun. I'll tell you, it's not as fun to have like four jobs as an adult. It's not. Um, but you know, we made it work. And then at the time, uh, my grandparents own a psychiatric hospital in Newport. And so during college, I worked as a receptionist. I helped in the business office. And so I'm working at Lululemon for this nutritionist. And I had some extra hours. I was like, you know what? Let me like hustle harder than, you know, just keep going. And uh, so now I have three jobs and I'm like, all right. My mom came into town. My grandpa sat me down and was like, what the fuck are you doing, Carly? Like you left this job for half a pay cut. You're following your passion. You're 23. You don't know what your passion is. And I'm like, grandpa. He's like an incredibly successful entrepreneur, businessman, love him. Um, he wasn't wrong, but he also wasn't right. So there was, I saw where he was coming from because he's like looking at my trajectory and it's like, what is she doing? And so long story short, I end up just going full-time at the hospital as an admissions coordinator. So now I'm at the heartbeat of the hospital. I'm kind of getting my footing. 
I'm like, wow, it is kind of nice to have like nine to five, pretty steady. At the same time, I'm also noticing like, I, I begin to notice like, mm, you do like to, to you, do you do thrive in chaos because you learned how to survive in chaos. Is this chaos still serving you? I'm gonna leave that there and it'll, it'll circle back around. So now we're into, um, we're, now we're getting into 2020 and, uh, again, I had another little health situation and, uh, again, where it's like your body tells you like, you can keep going, keep going and, and grind harder and hustle harder, all these things. But like, yo, if you're not in sync with your body, like the body rules all like that's, that's just point blank period. Your body is so powerful, like just itself. Like, like you think like, okay, oh, like you can get this medication. Like that's what's healing. Like if you truly like allow the time and give it the right environment and, and the pieces from the food and the people and the atmosphere and your habits. Woo! So COVID happens, shuts down. Surprise. The, the biggest thing that, ha that happened with COVID was that it allowed people to have time with themselves. It made them stop and have time with themselves. Something that, that a shit ton of people had been numbing for a long time for whatever reason, good, bad, ugly, beautiful. Okay. And when you stop numbing and start feeling shit hits the fucking fan. COVID happens. So COVID happens at the same time where I personally was in a place where I was like, I need group and stop because the way I'm operating isn't sustainable. So that was beautiful. I didn't have the skills at the time to do that, but the world did it. So I was, I was chilling. I just learned a guided meditation. I was really, I had been going to so many doctors, all these things. And I was like, I got to go inward because these external, like, Going to external uh, support is good, but at the end of the day, like you got to have your back. You got to create that relationship with you because you know you best. It doesn't matter. You can have, you can be with the most professional, professional, world-renowned doctor. They still don't know your body like you and your background and all these things. So anyways, um, you know, now we're slowing down. There's more time to be in the kitchen. I've always had a love for baking. And throughout college, I developed all of these allergies. and uh, you know, I always say, if you're going to have issues, have them in Southern California. We got everything. We got the best doctors. We got the best food. Okay. It's not like we're in Bumble. I mean, Memphis is in Bumblefuck, Tennessee, but when I go home and I'm like, do you guys have gluten-free? They look at me like English, please. Um, so I'm in the kitchen having more time to experiment and bake. I'm a very tactile person. I love mess. I love authenticity. Like I just am like, let's splatter and, and see what happens. So, um, I also love, um, I really grew a love for like honoring my body and the diet. A lot of people see like, oh, I can't have gluten. I can't have dairy. It's the mindset, like you were saying of what you can't have. So it's like, let's stop focusing on what we can't have. Let's get out of the lack and focus on the abundance and the opportunity to create something new and, and on your own terms and for you, fuck everyone else, do it for you. Okay. Between baking and also like have the healthiest relationship with my body or with food. So this was like a long, I mean, this was like five years in the making. It wasn't just like, oh, I decided all of a sudden, huh, let's, let's do this. So through the baking and quarantine and having time to slow down and, and nurture the relationship with myself, the guided meditation, I started having all of these ideas. And um, I had had the confidence at the beginning of 2020 to start a food Instagram, which I'd always wanted to do, but I was like, oh, so-and-so is doing that. You don't want to look like a copier. And it's like, car, if it brings you joy, do it. Like, like there's so many people that have a podcast, but yeah, podcast 
is different because it's you. There's not two Emily Zwamps, you know? So it's like, you can listen to that voice. You can say, shut the fuck up. We're doing it. Get on board. It's not going to feel comfortable. That's even more the reason why you got to do it. So um, I make this Instagram and blah, blah, blah. Um, and long story short, I start having all of these ideas, all of these ideas. I just write them down, write them down. It was after my 25th birthday. And I'm in the Dallas airport, a four hour layover. And I call one of my friends and, uh, I just, I'm like, I, we went to college with her, Chloe Showhead. I don't know if you know her. Um, she's a theta, but I call her. I said, Chloe, listen, I got to like, just rattle this off to you. Can you please type this out? Cause I got all this to flow and, and I, you can't, you can't talk and, and type at the same time. The birth of Crave to create. And at the time, um, all of this and I was sitting on it and it was always food, your body, your mind. It was beyond food, but I didn't know how to create the, the wellness empire that I wanted. Like, just like commenting on Instagram and blah, blah, blah. Cause I was like, I want to be more, you know, we're in a time where we're using social media in like so many ways, it's crazy. And it's the greatest gift, but it's like, it's so powerful. Like nine times out of 10, you don't know what to do with it. You know what I mean? And so anyways, uh, July 2020, I was like, we're going to see what happens. And I make a post about, um, Crave and how like, you know, whole body wellness, all of these things, and just start selling the desserts out of my kitchen, just, just doing it. Then in, in August, I'm like, let's have a sample soiree. So uh, I have 30 people. COVID is still rampant. I got two different time, two different time slots. I got my backyard set up to the T. We are baking up a freaking storm. Okay. We have 10 menu items at this point. Okay. I'm the only one baking at this point. Like we, we just go balls to the walls and I'm still working full-time. That's the other thing too. So I'm working full-time and doing this. And it was like, this monster got eroded out of me. Like I just like went for it and I could feel resistance and I didn't know why, but I mean, it, it was, I was like, oh, this is what moms feel like. Like, I was like, I, I don't know all the answers, but I know my work ethic and I know I care. And I know you need to get the fuck out of my way. Cause we're going to make shit happen. And then things started like synchronistically falling in line, like to the point, I mean, there was. Whew. So we do sample soiree. It's like, it took everything out of me and I had to pause because, um, I needed like a partner in crime because it's very challenging to work as I'm sure, you know, to work in the business and on the business. Now I'll tell you what changed the game. Have you heard of the E-Myth by Michael Gerber? That book rocked my world where it literally laid out. First of all, the character has my same birthday and I'm very like weird about signs like that. I'm like out of all the dates, like June 10th, really. Um, she has a pie shop and it goes through like basically teaching you how it's very challenging to work in the business and on the business at the same time. Entre uh, technician turned entrepreneur is a recipe for disaster because technician is the doer, but you need the manager, the one that can take a step out and work on and the entrepreneur that can dream. So you have to kind of have the balance of all three personalities. So we pivot uh, September, my business partner. And roommate Nicole is like, listen, let's do the damn thing. And she, I had been bouncing stuff off of her since the beginning. Um, and so it was really like, okay, I can do this. Like I was feeling, I don't know how we went on a walk and she was like, would you ever, like, would you ever stop 
is quitting an option? And I did, I was like, no, I don't have the answers, but no. And we kept walking two weeks later. She's like, let's join forces. Like, let's do it. So then we open back up for like fall Thanksgiving, knock it out of the park. We're trying to close our order form, keep getting orders. We were at capacity. We can no longer produce. Uh, we, oh, sorry. We started to sell at the old holistic nutritionist I worked at. We're at this point where it's like people are asking for orders. Like we got wholesale accounts now. I don't want a cottage food license because that limits you to the to the house. I want to do the damn thing. So we pause. We establish ourselves as an LLC. We get a commercial kitchen. We get a couple of mentors in the game, and we relaunch with a website like wholeheartedly doing the damn thing, April of 2021. One. So April of 2021, relaunch, Crave to Create, we're doing it. So now we're producing in a commercial kitchen. And when I say we, I mean me and my business partner, Nicole. At the time, it was just the two of us. And as orders and wholesale accounts kept coming in, we needed more help. So we recruited some friends. Um, we had a solid, solid kitchen squad. Um, and her parents, the greatest humans ever would come drive down Friday nights after work and help us with packaging. So we were in the kitchen, we were producing twice a day or twice a week, um, and had 10 different wholesale locations, plus direct to consumer, plus events on the weekends, plus working full time still. And people are like, you're crazy. And I'm like, you know it. Um, but we also really felt like it wouldn't have been as successful as we were if we weren't working full time to, it, it was like an advantage almost. It was like, we were in the position that we were in our jobs where not slack off, but it was like, we had systemized so much that we were able, able to kind of be autopilot, like eight to five to save energy before and to save energy after. Was it easy? Absolutely not. Um, and we'll, we'll get to where we are now. So, um, flowing and, uh, we had a meeting, I think, I think one of the biggest things that, um, we've learned and I've learned is when people come knocking answer, like you, you sent me that email and I was like, you know what, let's do it. Like say yes, more than you say, no, you never know what happens when you seize the opportunity. And it could be like the most random thing. Also, the beautiful thing about life is that that Life is going to keep throwing these lessons at you until you fucking listen. So it might not be the first knock. It might not be the second knock, but then it's going to whoosh, literally wave you. And you're going to be like, okay. I had a good friend that I was a orientation leader with for UCI who started like watching our DMS and started reaching out like, Hey, like let's connect. And I was like, what? Like, I, I was like, eh, whatever. And so anyways, I'm like, you know what? He's like curious about the business. We'll sit down and talk with him. So we sit down on a Monday. This is June uh, 13th. And he, we're talking and he's like, so your ideal world, where would you want Crave to Create creations to be? And I said, I mean, big time in Whole Foods, Mother's Market, Erewhon. Erewhon out of my ass. Like the odds of that are like negative five, asked and I answered honestly the other thing was we were in a place where um we had always we we loved the baked goods but it was never about it, it was about the baked goods but it was beyond the bakery it was the message and mission behind the baked goods they were all gluten dairy soy corn oat free they did not look gluten dairy soy corn oat free they were fun 
intentionally. They were delicious intentionally. And to show you that you deserve, that you can lift the limitations. You can have a life full of joy. It can taste delicious. You can feel sexy and have a damn good time. You don't have to sacrifice anything. You don't have, just because you have, oh, all these sensitivities, whatever, like your life is fuller than ever. I, I really do like the concept of like life is 10% what happens, 90% how you react as cheesy as it is. Like it is so fucking true. It's so challenging in the moment to see it. And if you notice, I've changed the language. I've also noticed, sorry that I'm going like, there's just so many things. Um, the, the, the language that you use is so important because what you saying out loud is also like what you tell yourself. And so I, I started learning and realizing saying something was hard. I didn't like that because hard to me, literally with the spelling, like if you imagine the D, it's like a wall. But when you say challenging instead of hard, it's like, like I can, I can, I can conquer a challenge, you know? So that's why I like intentionally, instead of saying hard, sometimes shit is hard. And you're like, this is fucking hard. All right. But, but also I just really try to use challenge instead. So anyways, he says, where do you want your products to be? I said, Whole Foods, Mother's Market, Erewhon. Well, things have been going and we had been doing our very freaking best, which is all you can ask for. And nobody's perfect and you're not guaranteed success. And it's also what does success mean? Because it was, we did not, our, our path to profitability wasn't there and we weren't doing it for the money. The money will come. Like if you're money focused, you're in the wrong, you're, you're in the wrong situation being an entrepreneur because, and, and even, it wasn't even like, like I really like associated with being an entrepreneur just was like, I want to, I, I want to make this happen. And I know that I can. And so like, let's just do it. So anyways, so that Friday, literally at 10 AM, Nicole and I were sending voice notes back to each other. And we were like, look, I think it's time for us to pause. We don't have as many orders this week. Let's conquer the orders and take a break. Dead ass. I get an email from Erewhon. Hi, this is so-and-so from Erewhon. We're interested in your products. Please send us samples. Thank you. And I shit myself. I thought, first of all, I stared at my phone. I'm sitting at my desk and I, I, I literally was like, is this fake? Like, and I was like Googling like the person that sent it. I was looking at the email because who the hell, I can't even like sit down. Like who the hell gets contacted? And so I call Nicole and we're both freaking out. And so we regroup and we had called one of our, um, one of our good friends who owns her own, uh, grain free paleo bread company, AWG, the most delicious bread. They have four flavors, literally like, like allergies or not. It's so dang. Anyways, posted us on her story. Everyone brand manager saw it and was like, Hey, what are they about? And it was like, they're great. You should reach out to them. So the power of social media and the timing was so just, I mean, it sounds like a freaking movie when I say it. And um, we sent them samples. They loved it. It's June 30th. They said, great, we want to launch you August 1. And we were like, uh, we have one month to get all new packaging, to get our marketing up to par and to figure out how we are going to supply all six Erewhon's when they say jump and we say done, we'll do it self-distributing, uh, the unlimited demos every weekend. Um, just, and we went into the greatest sprint of like, I 
in my life to date, straight up. Like it was truly unreal. We made it happen. And, um, I mean, we were selling left and right. We, we were there every weekend, every, every market. Um, and then it came to the end of August and our lease was renewing. Our packaging was over halfway through. And I mean, we had gotten just the power of connections. I think the big, the other thing is, is your network is your net worth. And my view is like, if you're a good person, like good shit is always going to happen. And so just, just be a good person, you know, like that, it doesn't cost anything to be kind. And I've always loved connecting people and being the glue. I let like the more, the merrier, like, it's just like life, literally everyone is like separate, like six degrees, six degrees of separation. You know what I mean? And so, I mean, we had packaging usually take six, eight weeks and executed in two and a half, three, we needed it by 7.31, we got at 7.30, like July 30th at 2 p.m. And we were in the kitchen at 5 p.m. and packaging everything. Like it was just so like, thank you universe. So anyways, uh, we're at the end of August. We, Nicole and I would have our weekly meetings on the drive to LA. Cause it's like, well, we got an hour in the car, might as well just capitalize. And uh, we had to have a very hard, and that was a hard and challenging conversation of looking at the reality of where our business was, not only our business, but our, our personal health and well-being. We very much pride ourselves in being authentic and um, always wanted to create a brand that we were aligned with. And, and if we're, if we're preaching it, it's because we've lived it and we're practicing. It's not some like, Oh, free, free, whatever, like fuck that shit. I clearly like, I couldn't be fake if I tried, I have no desire. And so Basically, we realized uh, in the best interest of our health and our operations, we needed to pause and pivot because they weren't sustainable. I mean, I was going to bed at 11 p.m. midnight, waking up 4, 4.30 to still get my workout and get work done, be at work and be present. And it was granted you can hustle harder, but when you have to sacrifice your health and your health and wellness brand promoting health, it doesn't, it, 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 it doesn't connect. And I understand you got to sacrifice and it's like, honestly, fuck that shit. Okay. Where, where we really had to take a step back was like, like this, this company and brand came from a place of healing. If you don't stop and really take a step back, and reevaluate the way that you're operating, you're walking yourself right back into illness. And that's exactly what was happening. Um, and so, you know, I think it takes a lot of courage and a lot of strength to be able to like harshly and realistically look at what you're doing and where you're going. And if it aligns with your bigger mission, we had always had in our business plan, like four phases, the first being the bakery, and the next three being the more wellness lifestyle components, but we never had a clear, we never had the time to create the exact details of the pivot. And so it kind of felt very just cut and dry, but that was, that was what happened. And that was now looking back what had to have happened. So we contacted everyone that we needed to, um, the kitchen. And, and it's funny because the people that we contacted were like, they weren't surprised and they honestly respected where we were coming from because it was a very bold 
thing to do. It was very challenging. It's still, I, I didn't want to get on the podcast because I was like, she's going to think I'm an Erewhon and then this, whatever. And I'm like, you know what? I'm not embarrassed of what we did to be where we are now. If anything, it was the best thing that ever happened truly because it has allowed for us to step back and really evaluate the way that we want to um, present ourselves like personally in our personal lives, but also in our professional lives and how we want to live and how we want to create a culture and company and wellness empire based on the notion of health and hustle can coexist. And people don't believe it, but people don't believe it until they see it and until they experience it. And you know what? Maybe you're the one, like this is, I had a conversation with myself, like me to me in the mirror. I'm like, you keep having this health and hustle and I have it on my wall right here. Health and hustle can coexist. Like maybe you're the one that like trailblazes that, shows that, that yes, there are sacrifices that are always made because there's only, that was another thing. I really tried to make like 25 to 28 hours in a day happen. And there's only 24. So surprise, there's only 24. That can be your constant in a world of four hours. And also it's just, it's like, there's just, there's so much life and so many things. And, and I mean, I can go on and on. So um, that's kind of, so, so we paused, we pivoted and where we've been is a rebuilding phase and really stepping into um, Nicole's getting married in May. And, you know, so, and, and I'm one of the maid of honors. And so there's that life aspect going on. Um, I am leaving the hospital next week and going to work for some mentors that really helped me with Crave, where I realized, you know what, I need to take a step back and, and, and learn some more. I know a lot, but there's always room to learn. And I, um, you know, I think putting yourself in an environment where you can learn and still and, and obviously grow on your own terms and in your everyday and still a little bit of um, room to experiment. And that's, that's kind of where, where, where we are now. Um, and we have some other things, obviously, and it never stops. Like once it starts, it never stops. So it's really just figuring out the rebranding and how to merge it because um, I've also learned personally that to truly like be like you with you, like on your team, you got to honor all the past versions, because if you didn't go through that, you wouldn't be where you are today. And instead of like shaming or being embarrassed or judging, it's like, yo, you're a fucking badass, younger Carly, younger Emily, like you, like, look at what you did. Like that is fucking dope with the resources that you had at the time that you had them. Obviously now, you know, different, hello, time has gone on, you're older, you're wiser, yada, yada. But it's like, you got to bring all of you with you to keep marching forward. And so it's really been this huge journey of, um, you know, also the mirror. like starting Crave was a huge mirror. And I was like, whoa, we got to get back into therapy because there was a lack of love for me. And it didn't matter how proud other people were externally. If you're not proud of you, like genuinely, like able to look yourself in the mirror and say, I love you. I'm proud of you. That's okay. Cause that's very challenging to do, but I think it is so important because at the, at the end of the day, like your love for you is what matters most. And no one will ever be able to replace that or make up for it. And, uh, 
that's long story short (laughs) like few years I I love that there's okay well first two I have to add for those because I obviously we're both not from the west coast um for those who don't know what Erewhon is it's basically the bougiest uh like healthiest grocery store I don't know that's if that's like the best way to describe it it's like it's like this it's like the suave sexy stepmom of whole foods yeah very much and i think there's there's none in oc right it's only in l and i lived in la i lived in like venice marina del rey my final year in california but i remember that was when i was like finally introduced to everyone i was like oh this is like <laughs> bougie shit yeah for now they're only yeah they're only in la they just opened up another so now they have seven locations they just opened up studio city in november okay okay I am curious. So around, I guess you kind of described it as just like the health sensitivities that you were discovering throughout college. How were you, um, I guess, was that like a big foundation for you in not only like creating Crave to Create, but also like, how did you approach that without feeling down on yourself? I feel like that's something um, many women, especially now that it's becoming a more popular topic around, you know, gluten sensitivity and, you know, dairy and all that. How were you able to reframe that so that you could learn and have a better understanding of how you could shift your lifestyle instead of being like, oh my God, this is, you know, life-changing. Lately, I've been drinking Magic Mind almost every day before I start working for the day to help with getting into the flow state. Whether you are still in college or you work full-time like me, I know we all have those days where it feels extremely difficult to stay focused and on task. While I don't judge myself for lack of productivity, I do care about how effective I am with my time because time is precious, so why would I want to waste it? Something I've been genuinely really shocked about with Magic Mind is not only how good it tastes because I'm super picky, but also actually how well I stay focused. I mean, I don't know what it is, but if I'm being really honest, I get distracted kind of easily and it's been working wonders. So let's break down what Magic Mind really does. It is known to increase and improve productivity. It has very little caffeine and it only comes from matcha tea. It's a great alternative for coffee if you drink coffee for energy and focus. Or if you are like me, you can drink it alongside because I personally cannot give up my coffee. I love making it in the morning. It also helps fight off fatigue and brain fog as well as some ADD symptoms. And the best part, it is all natural ingredients, including adaptogens, matcha, and nootropics. I highly recommend you give this a try if you are already considering it. It comes in a box of 15, and I like it so much. Sometimes I drink it twice a day. And even better, you can enjoy 20% off your purchase with the code FULFILL at magicmind.co slash fulfill during checkout. That's fulfill at magicmind.co slash fulfill. Enjoy. I think the first thing is accepting that it is life-changing that it's like okay how what I like beginning being a beginner like when you're in your 20s is so scary when it's like hello you didn't grow like you weren't out the womb an incredible athlete like an incredible artist like you began but because it'd been so long since you began something you're like scared to be bad because people are going to judge you and people are going to whatever so I think the first thing is is like evaluating like look my this makes me feel like shit and is it scary to ask hey do you have a gluten-free option or hey like what oil do you use yeah it is but also it's okay like I think I think being able to one accept like my body is changing which is totally normal and two 
being like, it's going to be a journey, but a fun journey. I'm trying to think of exactly. um, I mean, I would say the beauty now is that there are so many brands and you have so much access to everything that I think if you're not able to be that kind voice to yourself, reach out to a friend, reach out to a loved one. Shit, you can DM me on Instagram. I'll fucking be nice to you and I'll hype you the fuck up. Because I think having um, a, a solid support system is really helpful too. Like at the time, you know, my friends were really supportive. Um, there are like, my mom helped me, even though she was across the country, um, by helping me with a meal plan service that did like cater to the dietary needs because I didn't really understand it. And I think researching and um, it's trial and error. It's not perfect. And it's not always easy. I still like, I go, you know, I went out to dinner on Saturday night. This just happened. And I like, and I come with like a list of questions. I even called the day before to interrogate the menu. And the waitress is like, we can't do this. We can't do this. You know? So then it's, it's kind of like a game. I think it's just viewing it like a game. Like it's like a challenge and it's like, okay, what can we do? What can't we do? You know? And then she's like, oh, I would offer you dessert, but I know you can't have anything. And I'm like, that's okay. Because in my head, I'm like, cool. Well, this weekend, I already know I want to make a cookie cake. So I'm going to go make a dope ass cookie cake that Mrs. Fields couldn't even make as good as mine. (laughs) And like, that'd be it, you know? Yeah. How did you start noticing? Because I think this is also to backtrack a little bit too. How did you start noticing, especially during college in your early 20s, that some of this was changing? Because I think that's like it happens to a lot of us, whether it's from, I think, like just certain bloating that's like even more than usual or things like that, where people are like, they don't realize until maybe they hear other stories like, oh shit, maybe this is actually like a sensitivity that I have now, even though I wasn't born with it, for example. Like, how did you notice it initially? So a couple things. Um, I think people are very used to feeling like shit and you think feeling bloated is normal because that's been your baseline. It's not. <sighs> you should feel light. You should feel fun. Like all of those things. Um, but uh, for me, I started pooping blood. So that was like a sign in and of itself. Mm-hmm. But really, I uh, it was it, it was just like an effortless. I was I had a formal freshman year and I remember walking out of the dining hall. I had a formal in two weeks and I was like, let me see what happens if I stopped eating bread to see if my face would clear up. And then I Googled, does gluten, does gluten cause acne? And then I saw like gluten is inflammatory. And I was like, huh. And I saw my face clear a little bit and I was like, huh. Um, so really I think it was like taking those signs, like when you're bloated or if you feel a little brain fog or you feel tired or you don't feel like fully yourself, take note of that. I would say, um, writing down and not from like a, Oh, calories in calories out. Oh, I need to lose weight Mm -hmm. nine times out of 10. A lot of times when you feel like, Oh, I'm so heavy. You're really just inflamed and you feel puffy and you feel swollen. And it's not because you're not healthy and you're not beautiful. It's just like, there's something being triggered in your body. And it's like holding on like that cortisol is, is, is creating the inflammation and make you. Yeah. And so I think it really starts like at a nervous system level of also evaluating the stress levels, like stress is everywhere. Obviously that's, that's not going to stop, but like, am I doing, am I taking time to like calm me down, you know, like working out and going on runs are great. But at the end of the day, like running is still stress on your body, Mm -hmm. like going back to like a primitive time, like we as humans like survive, like fight or flight, Mm -hmm. you know? So it's like, well, what if I walked? 
got, get your sweat in, but also what if I walked, like, let my body calm down? What if I did like a yoga or a meditation or something like that? So I think really like listening when your body tells you, um, cause it is again, trial and error and knowing your body's supposed to change. And if you weren't allergic before, it's okay that you are now mm-hmm. there's just like so many, also our generation, um, is so we're kind of like guinea pigs because GMOs became big time in 95. Mm-hmm on our food and our processed food. And if you look at, you know, the way that our parents ate and our grandparents, very different than, than what we have access to in the way that we, yeah, but it's more, it's also, it's more than that. Cause it's, it's not only the food. I think the biggest thing is like looking beyond the food. Um, blue light. I, we've been talking, I have my blue light blockers right here, but I was like, I wanted to be able to focus (laughs) (laughs) and I can focus with these on, but, uh, that affects, like your body too, Mm -hmm. being sedentary, sitting all day. Like Mm -hmm. there are so many, there's so many factors. So I would start with, if your body is like, if you're starting to feel off, you notice the bloat, you notice pimples, whatever. It's not because you're a horrible person. It's just like your body trying to be like, yo, M pay attention Mm -hmm. and, and just be down to kind of flow with it. Yeah. Yeah. I feel like you just, I mean, this is since college too, for those who didn't catch the beginning, we were in the same sorority from college, but you always had just like that mindset that really kickstarted everyone, whether it was during recruitment or during a meeting, you you literally would tell everyone like, shut the fuck up, listen. And you know, you would really like set people straight. And I feel like you just have this everyday mindset where you're willing to get up and just be your greatest. Like, is there, is there anything that you would advise on that? Cause I feel like you probably when you see someone like not performing their best, like, I feel like you're that type of person that goes, Oh shit. Like I want to encourage that person. Like, like you said earlier, like, you know, you can slide in my DMS, like I'll hype you up. Right. Like what are, what are you seeing are some, some ways that have helped you over time and just nuggets that could help people that maybe obviously don't have your energy, but like want to have some of that or want to be able to shift their mindset. I'll tell you the book that rocked my world they can't take all the credit. Like I've always, I've always been a morning person. I've always just been like, let's fucking go. Like, I, you know, some people need like five minutes. Like it's like alarms on. Like I like, I, sometimes I'm like, can you just stay asleep? Like five more minutes <laughs> longer. Um, it starts with yourself. Uh, the book that like radically changed the game was, um, uh, self-compassion by Kristen Neff. Um, that book was wild and just learning like how to speak to myself kinder. Um, even like last night, I wasn't in the best headspace and that's not your true self. I think understanding that, um, when you feel like heavy, there's like a narrative playing. And I think allowing yourself to kind of sometimes journal it, write it out. Um, and I think having a gratitude practice coming from a place of abundance, realizing like you have. Like you have everyone and everything you need to succeed in this moment. Like you do. Like, um, you know, I was nervous before I was reading your email last night and I was like, shit, okay, I got to send her a pig. I got to do this. And I was like, whoa, relax. Like you don't have to have all these things prepared. Like she's going to ask you and you're just going to let it fucking flow. I think trust. I think the biggest thing is, is building that trust with yourself that like, you're going to be okay. And you're safe. Like, I think reminding yourself, you are safe, you are loved, and you fucking got this. You're a sexy ass motherfucking boss ass bitch. I literally, I if I could turn my what, like, um, 
telling yourself that writing that down, saying it in the mirror, like mirror work is a big, like I'm very passionate and very vocal about how important it is to tell yourself that you're sexy and mean it. And like, can you look yourself in the eyes and say, I love you? Can you look yourself and say like, you are incredible and, and not like you're cool. Like you're in the fucking shit. Like, like say it like you mean it, you know, because it's like, why not? I just remember, um, like you're, it's so funny and just like giving me so many like DG flashbacks <laughs> recruitment and just being in the meetings because it's just like, yo, you gotta fucking just step into all of you. Cause there's only one you like, that's the biggest thing. Remember, like there's only one me. I am here for a reason. I don't know what that reason is. I don't know why it could be to be the greatest sister. It could be to be the greatest performer. Like who knows, but life is too short and there's all shit's always going to happen. Like shit is always going to happen. And not every day is a great day. Like some days I'm like, fuck this. But also when you're not feeling it, you got a Rolodex of people that love you. So sometimes like I need like people to, to, to get me out of my head. Like that's why you have friends and good people. Cause sometimes you're too like this, but the world is like this. So yeah, I mean, I would say it, dep- it really is like, even if you want to do something, it, it depends on your goals and what you're wanting. Right. So like, if someone is like, I just, I just want to be able to feel better or have energy in the morning. Okay. Well then I would say, well, then let's assess what time you're going to bed. Let's assess like how, like what you're doing before bed, what you're telling yourself. Um, and then when you wake up, um, like also defining like these questions and these things that you say, why do you take what you say to yourself as truth? Why do you take what someone else says to you as truth? They don't know you, you don't know them. What someone else does is a reflection of them. It's not a reflection of you. What you do is a reflection of you because you only have the power to control you. I think learning, you are only responsible for your 50% in life, in life and relationships with yourself. If you give your all 50% and, and save that, you're chilling and let, let the rest happen. Like, so, um, yeah. And I think also to uh, a good book, Atomic Habits by James Clear he's, he's legit. One of my favorite quotes is, um, it's not from him. It was from a video, a Ted talk that I watched a long time ago, but it's, you can pretend to care, but you can't pretend to show up. And when I first heard that you can pretend to care, but you can't pretend to show up where I was in my life, where I was like, Oh, these people, like they say they care, but like, if you don't show up, like you don't really care. And it wasn't until recently within the past year and a half where I was like, Carly, you can pretend to care about you, but you can't pretend to show up for you. And that's the most important thing. Can you show up for you? And if you can't right now, that's okay. Let's create a way so you can show up for you because that is what is going to help you execute and fucking dominate and do whatever Mm -hmm. the fuck you want to do. Yeah. Dude, that was a fucking mic drop. (laughs) (laughs) Oh my God. I, I love that. Um, and another similar question off of that, but do you have like one piece of advice that you've gotten maybe from your grandparents or some mentor that has really gotten you through college and or post-grad life, whatever that is like a philosophy on life or just a specific outlook? I feel like you're one of those people. Do you have a, like a specific mantra that you've learned from someone that you just live to, you live by? You know, I'm going to go off of the first thing that came to mind. And it's from uh, my therapist who I had. I had the same therapist all of college, Dr. Sam, the fucking homie. And he was the one that that taught me the concept. I swear to God, I was 
19 years old, I've never heard of delayed gratification. Like, (laughs) which sounds so cliche, but when he would like explain it to me and like, so actually it's two things. One, it's delayed gratification, but then also celebrating the little wins because it's the little wins that make the big difference. I think there is something to be able to celebrate every day while practicing and holding the tension of delayed gratification. Because if you wait, like, what are you waiting for? Like life is happening now. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? Mm -hmm. So um, yeah, I think there is beginning with the end in mind and knowing like, you know, things take time, but at the same time, like fucking like, yo, we had like great fucking podcast. Like we're going to have a great fucking day. Like there are just things where it's like time to like celebrate because like life is boring if you don't. And like, nobody wants like, you know what I mean? Like, it's like, just have fun. Like, don't be so fucking serious. Like, like just have a damn good time. Like that's, that's it. Like, just, just like, and then if you're like taking yourself too seriously, like, you know, call someone to make you laugh or like watch something funny. I don't know. But it's yeah. just like, it's, I think then the biggest thing too, it's going to be okay. It's going to be okay. I promise. <laughs> Not in the moment. I didn't say you weren't going to cry. And also I, the biggest thing, ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls, old people, young people, all the people in the world. Yo, crying does not make you weak. I think the biggest mental shift for me was that I was weak if I cried. No, what crying does allow you to have a very sexy bowel movement after. (laughs) It's a release, okay? And I don't know about you, but when you have a sexy bowel movement, it's like your your life is, I mean, it's like you're gonna have the, the, the best day of your life. I actually had one before this podcast and I said, that's gonna be good. It's gonna be good. Um, but it really, it, it, it allows for like that layer of you to be shed and a new one to be built. And I think just like, it goes back to like honoring yourself and honoring your emotions and just everything I've been saying is just like, it's all happening for you, mm-hmm. to help you, not to hinder you, to broaden, not burden, to help you execute, not make excuses. Like it's like life is on your team. So can you get on your team? And then like you're chilling. And that's mm-hmm. it's it sounds so like, oh, hop, jump, and skip. It's not. I am mm-hmm. not glossing over that, but we don't got time to go into all those beats. But um, yeah, I mean, I think it also it just starts with like what you want. Everyone wants different things and be unapologetic about what you want. And mm-hmm. like it's okay that it's different than someone else because you're different from someone else. And if everyone's the same, that would be fucking boring and boring and perfect ain't fine okay the mess and magic like magic it's not before and it's not after it's the middle where the good good comes mm-hmm. so mm-hmm. absolutely i know that was like a long-winded i'm like she wants like one word thing no like, no i that. love this i love this you, you made my job easier today because i feel like you literally answered all the questions i would have asked in like everything you have talked about so i love that but i do have one last question and it's something I ask everyone on the show, and it is a deep question, so feel free to pause. But the question is, what fulfills you in life? In your deep reflection of your 20s, what has come to mind when you think about what fulfills you in life? Honestly, people. 
energy, um, being able to, I really do feel like you go through things to be able to help other people. Um, I have loved, wow, what a deep question. You know, I, I, there's so many, I, I, I pause because, wow, love. I am learning that love is truly what fills you. Uh, and that's like, yeah, like operating with love is, it's still, it's still not always, uh, the baseline and it's a learned skill. And I am like really, really in this place of like learning, um, how to consciously choose to live from a a place, an act from a place of love and abundance versus lack and fear. And, um, but honoring, like when you, when you hear that fear and the judgment, like being like, okay, come on, sit at the table. Let's talk about it. Like, let's, I want to hear it. Cause I mean, it's valid, you know, having, having that signal, innate signal as humans, like that's what protects us, you know, but also it's like at the same time, anxiety and excitement feel the same in your body. So, um, I would say what fulfills me is love is my friends, my family. I, I do still love baking, but um, really stepping into the side of me of where I've, I've always felt like I have, I have so much to give um, and, and I want to, but I also want to give to myself too. So learning like I can give and I can give and they can coexist back to like health and, and, and hustle coexisting. So damn and that got like real I like really like mm-hmm. I I that just that just totally yeah I am like that like yeah. I was like hyped up and now I'm like I'm still hyped but it's like a different um, it's a question to start your morning <laughs> it's like a filled it's like a it's like a calming hype that was honestly I don't I I had I did not even think even though the podcast is called what fulfills you, I didn't know what. you. <laughs> yeah, no. And it's something that I feel like I discovered in my early twenties when I just, you know, went through my own shit. And I think I, what I love across the board is every person on this podcast has said something around the concept of people or it has to do with people. So like loving others or impacting others. And I think COVID really, highlighted that as well especially when if you look back on the theme of we all wanted just to be in person again we wanted to hang with our friends again we wanted to be at dinner with them again we wanted just to be with each other again and so I love that because you know you could have all the money in the world you could be as successful as you want but what's what what does that mean if that table is empty you know well it's like a house isn't a home without the people in it and I, yeah. and I agree, we kind of talked, we like touch on that in the beginning where I think the biggest pandemic is the lack of connection, like with mm-hmm. self and with others. And it yes. really like, everyone's worried about their physical health, but like, how is your mental health? Like, how are you doing? Because even like, I would kill for us. Like, I love that we get to fa- like basically FaceTime over Zoom, but like being in person, it just, it, it hits different, man, you know? And yeah. And like, thankfully as a society, like how lucky are we to have technology where it is and where it continues to go to be able to allow us to still be in the classroom and like all these things and meetings. Um, but 
nothing is ever, it doesn't matter how great technology gets, like nothing will ever replace like quality time with people mm-hmm. that you love and that fill you up. So like, and li- like what fulfills you, like, like energy, love and energy. <laughs> I love that. I'm going to have to send you so. the the card game. So I have a, what fulfills you card game, which is also like a hundred questions you can play with your girls tell the dg girls i said hey um and definitely you gotta tell me how that goes because that's that might be some tears that night (laughs) no and honestly i when i i I actually saw that and i was like this bitch is doing the damn thing and i'm fucking (laughs) about it like i am like i just remember you were always like you loved being on the west coast but your heart was always like a city girl like you were always like kind of like split and so And I also watch your little reel about like your apartment. She's got, I was like, this bitch, she's got her own setup. Like she is doing it. And I think it's really, I just, I really admire it. And I'm also going to be calling you after to talk about how you like living like alone and with yourself, because I am planning to do that um, when my lease is up this year. And I'm honestly really excited. And I've always lived with incredible roommates, but I think there is, yeah, it's just, you know, getting to know yourself and like really just like figuring it out. Like every day is a new day. Yeah. 100% for sure. <laughs> well, thank you for being on the show, Carly. This was amazing. I really hope everyone was listening to this episode like on a walk in the morning. I feel like that yeah. would be the vibe, this mindset. <laughs> I, I would totally maybe, be listening. Maybe that's how you promote it. Like watch in the morning. Not, yes. Well, not when you're going to sleep too. That, that might that would be maybe some good stuff to marinate yeah. subconscious. Yeah, for sure. Well, where can everyone find you or Crave to Create, share all that? I know you're in the rebuilding process, but just so they can be on the lookout for it. Yeah. Um, so you can follow me on Insta. I just changed my name recently to Synergy. So it's C-E-S, my initials, and then Y-N-E-R-G-Y. Um, so like CES energy, but synergy, I was like, Oh, that's kind of catchy. Yeah. Um, and then, yeah, I mean, I have Crave to create links in there so you can follow us as well to stay up to date when we're back in action. Perfect. I'll link all that in the show notes so people can find you and catch you when you are relaunching. I'm excited. I can't wait to get some goodies delivered to my door. <laughs> oh yeah. It'll be great. Perfect. Well, thanks again, Carly. And that was all for today's episode with Carly Stein. I hope you had a lot of takeaways and really had a chance to soak in her message and her mindset. Because like I said in the beginning, I find her mindset powerful. It's something I personally align with her on. And I know a lot of you are always asking questions around how do I approach X, Y, and Z? And for me, it's always started with the mindset. And so I hope you had that as a takeaway. And before you head out, be sure to check out all of the podcast merchandise, including the best-selling card game, which is almost sold out at Showfields in New York City, but will be restocked soon, so don't worry. So be sure to grab your hands on the card game and all the other merch available at whatfulfillsyou.com. Thank you again for tuning in this week. I will chat with you all next time.